0: Hi friend, welcome to Holly's Highlights, a podcast designed to encourage, inspire, and equip you to intentionally live your life full of purpose. I'm your host, Holly Kirby, motivational speaker, leadership cultivator, marketing strategist, and personal cheerleader. Let's check out today's highlights. So I recently hit a new milestone, and that is my daughter got a job. Now, she is only 14, mind you, and so I was not sure how well this was going to go in the sense of I wasn't sure if I was ready for it. I reassured her she did not need to have a job until she was 16. But if you know my daughter, she is such a go-getter. She is very passionate about a lot of things, and when she puts her mind to something, she goes after it. And so one of the things that she is passionate about is saving up money for a car. So she decided she was going to get this job that is a great after school job for starting at age 14. So for kids her age, and just a couple of hours, so she'll still be able to focus on her homework in the evening. It's off on weekends and off on holidays. So she'll still have that family time and even time for friends carved out. So it it really is a win win. But I just wasn't sure if I was ready for all the changes of her getting into getting a job. But uh, of course, in the many years that I've been in the industry of involving not only development and growth of the teams that I work with, but especially on recruiting and hiring and all of that, I wanted to make sure that she was really prepared as she started looking at jobs as to a, just a great opportunity of, okay, what employers wish that new job hunters such as herself knew. So I I took the opportunity to kind of walk through with her what employers wish their employees knew. And there's really five that came to mind that I thought I'd share with you today. The first and foremost is what I shared with her is respecting your employer's time. There's so much money and time that goes into recruiting and interviewing and hiring and training. I really wanted to make sure she was aware of that and respectful of that so that she didn't waste their time, not just applying to everywhere that she thought and and going and interviewing in places she didn't even have interest in, but doing her due diligence in researching those companies and making sure she knew what that job looked like, what were some of their expectations before even accepting a position and ideally before even going to interview for that position. And and again, I, I understand that a lot of finding out more details about the job is going to be in that interview time. But really wanted to make sure that she did her research on these companies first to really respect that employer's time. The second thing I walked with her through is is always interviewing for your next job. That whatever job you're going to be at, you're always interviewing for your next job. Even before having a job, just the character integrity of who she is, the decisions she's made, how she lives out her life, that school with friends, all of that. She's always interviewing for that next job. This could be physically, making sure that we're not late, uh, realizing what calling in or switching shifts does and reflecting who we are in in the appearance to other people or even how our work ethic looks to other people. This involves emotionally, that that positive attitude, making sure that we leave the drama at the door type thing. That is one thing that if people have a positive or engaging mindset, uh, outgoing demeanor, whatever it might be that you're looking for the job. That, that's what is hard to find, those are the soft skills, it's actually teaching them how to use the register or how to use a computer or a certain software program or something along that line, that is totally teachable. But those soft skills of the, the personality of being able to uh, be, again, outgoing or just have that positive mindset or positive attitude, that is so crucial when, when we're trying to show up for work, that emotional aspect of it, emotional intelligence goes into that too. A whole different concept there, but then also talking with her in in that and in showing up is with that talent, being a good steward. There are so many people that I think can go into work and see that a coworker isn't giving as much or working as hard as they are, so they tend to be a little bit lackadaisical about it and just kind of drop off. Of eh, I'll just see what I can get by with the minimum. No, I want my daughter to know you show up every day with your talent. And and overall, this is just basically being a good steward. So even on social media accounts, she doesn't have a social media account, but that is an area of impact in, in making sure that we are reflecting who we are and in what job we would want to have what job we do have, because that's so impactful in getting or even keeping a job online or offline, making sure that we show up to reflect the best us because we never know what doors that can lead to. Two different areas that come to mind actually that I can relate with these is one, I was working at a mall as the mall director and the mall marketing director pardon me. And I had just had my first child, and this one that just got the job. And I I wanted to resign and, and be a stay-at-home mom, but we just were at that in-between stage where I just needed to make a little bit to make ends meet at home. And so as I resigned from my position there at that mall as the marketing director, Actually, it was a a chamber that came to me that I had been really involved in, and they had seen my work. They had seen how I represented myself and my company out in the community, and they approached me and offered me a position. I didn't even know the position was available. I didn't even apply for it, but they approached me. So even through that time in a position, I didn't even know that I was, again, applying or interviewing for that next job that I was going to have. And and God just so provided with opening that door that provided just what we needed and was going to allow me to, to work from home in a pre-COVID world, mind you, <laughs> but be able to work from home and take care of, of that new baby girl. So it was just a perfect fit. And then another one that comes to mind is my Facebook posts. So as we talk about social media and being careful about what we put out there, my Facebook posts were actually picked up by someone who referred me to someone else, and which led to my public speaking opportunities. And I am so grateful for that. I've enjoyed each and every opportunity, the the retreats and the speaking at different engagements, conferences, all of that, that originated from those Facebook posts, that social media presence. So just being very cautious of of how what we put out there and knowing that we are always interviewing, whether we know it or not, we're always interviewing for that next job. The third thing I I talked with my daughter about is having a growth mindset. So not thinking that she knows everything, yet being approachable each and every day with more of a, a concept of or a mindset of what can I learn today? So to be teachable and And with that, if she is wrong, when she messes up any of those, to show humility in owning it very, very quickly. I was so grateful for my first job. I worked at a retail store and uh, more of a big box store, and I was quickly promoted up to the customer service supervisor. And so all of the register people needed to, at the end of their shift, bring up to the customer service counter their till bags, which had their money in it, of course. But at some point between their starting and finishing their shift, they would bring up what was called their drop bag. So it had $100 in it. It's what they started with. They just needed to return that before ending their shift. And it went back into kind of our our starter till. Now, I was in the midst of helping a guest when one of my cashiers came up with their bag and they opened the bag and pulled out the $100 trying to show me, here is, is my drop bag. And I was in the midst of counting out money to this guest and I, oh, I'm still so embarrassed by it, but I somehow did not even realize what was going on in all the realm of things and gave that guest that $100 drop bag money. I gave him way too much money. Now, unfortunately, this was not one of those honest people that comes back and says, um, hello, you made a huge mistake. Here's your money back. No, they left with it. And we didn't realize it till later that night when I'm actually counting out everything and realized I don't have this drop bag. And the person shared with me, yeah, I brought it to you and and I owned it. It was, oh my goodness. I was not even putting two and two together. Uh, I immediately went to our store manager and told them what I had done. And they were so gracious with me and showed such mercy on me in just letting me know mistakes happen and, and it's good. Learn from it. And, and I did. I was so thankful that I owned it because that responsibility, I think there's a little bit of, of pride of being able to say I messed up. Because it's, again, a teachable mindset, a growth mindset of saying, I'm not going to know everything and I need to learn. I need to have that open mindset every single day. And, and again, from that, I learned, one, I want to be merciful with other people. I also want to uh, have more cautious and caution in what I'm doing and being present in the moment so that I don't make mistakes like that. So it was a great teaching moment for me too. But again, one that, oh, I'm so thankful for that, that Grace and mercy shown to me. But again, working with my daughter, having that growth mindset, we are not going to know it all. We should not want to be the smartest person around that table because then we're not being open to growing ourselves. And I, I, I just think that no matter what age, no matter what experience you have, no matter what degree you have, whatever, I think there's always something for us to learn each and every day and from everybody. I think someone old can learn from someone young. I think from someone young can learn from someone old, all of that. So having that growth mindset is so important. The fourth thing that I shared with my daughter is, I, I'm not really sure how I would label this of, of communication, responsibility. I, I'm not really sure how to, to verbalize that to you. But basically, if you're old enough to have a job, then you're old enough to deal with the tough situations. So when she was applying for this job, she went in, I didn't go in holding her hand. If she's going to have a job and and make money and have to start paying taxes, all of that, she can go in. Now I was there to support her. Don't get me wrong. I'm always going to be her cheerleader. But she went in by herself to show that responsibility, that maturity. Then when she was going to her her interview, she was the one that had to ask those questions for clarity. I I couldn't call. I mean, I guess I could have, but it wouldn't have looked good on her or how I raised her if I'm calling up and asking, now, what are the hours and how much will she get paid? And no, she's got to be the one that asks those clarifying questions. And then of course, the follow up, she made the calls for the follow up asking when she would find out or if they received uh, the application or follow up on the interview, whatever questions might be involved there. She was the one making those calls. If she needs the time off, like we're getting ready to have a day where she's going to do a coaching clinic. She's really into softball. And so we just found out about the dates and times. And I just let her know, okay, it's your responsibility to get that off. And, and she did. She immediately went in the next day, the business day that was available and, and asked for that time off through the measures that, that they require for, for requesting that time off. That's a huge thing too, is I think that when we get ready to have a job. We sometimes forget that things are no longer in our control, but we need to follow. Okay. How, how do they have us? ask for time off? And did I follow that? Did I adhere to those rules or those policies? That's the responsibility of of us as as the employee. So that's one thing that she needed to follow through in in going through and requesting that day off. And and if there is an issue at work ever, because we all have issues at work at some point in time, we can't have our battle spot for us. So I've already coached her on on letting her know I am right there to help her through it, but she'll need to be need to be the one to have those tough conversations. And then of course, I think one thing that is very crucial, so coming in as number five that I shared with my daughter and getting this first job is not to burn bridges. We all have different seasons of life. And and so those seasons are going to be leaving some jobs and going to new ones. And that's perfectly fine. In fact, one thing that I tell our orientation people at at my current position is I realize that that this job might be just for a season. But in that season, we want to help you grow and develop both personally and professionally. And that's one thing I, I would share too with my daughter is Don't burn bridges. Use this time to grow both personally and professionally during this season, during this job. But if and when the time comes to transition to another job, another position, whatever it may be, to do it with integrity. Doing it with integrity means ending strong and ending on a high note, So not just calling in sick all the time at the very end, or uh, especially going in and just, hey, I'm almost done, so I'm not going to really care what type of work I give. No, end strong, end on a high note. And one of those crucial aspects of that is your notice, giving a minimum of two weeks notice depending on your position. And what I mean by that is, I think for any job, you need to give a minimum of two week notice. But for some jobs, for some positions, you're going to need to give more than that. For example, if you are working in retail as a cashier or if you are working in a restaurant, maybe two weeks notice is sufficient. But if you were working in retail and it is almost Black Friday and you're giving two weeks notice would end like right around Black Friday, they might need more notice than that because they're going to be really busy for Black Friday. So they need to have time to hire someone for that, for your replacement. So being just mindful, just showing care, a genuine concern for how you leave a position. If you're a director or a CEO, of course you're going to need to give a lot more time than that. I remember the position that I was at again with the mall doing the marketing directing. And when I left to be a stay-at-home mom, I knew this was coming. And so I gave a month notice. And with my month notice, I also helped plan out a smooth transition. Because I think sometimes when people leave a position, they either leave in, in haste of, I just hope it falls apart and they realize that I'm gone, or they leave and so they don't necessarily get everything finished, their projects finished or, or whatnot. And it can leave companies in a tough spot. But I, I think the best way to leave a, any type of job is with a smooth transition. As a leader, especially if you have been a great leader to where you have maybe set up your bench for who's going to come behind you, or maybe you have done a great job of, of delegating with a, creating a team around you, it's going to go across more smoothly in that transition than if you hadn't. But that actually reflects well on you. And I I think a lot of people miss that mark on a smooth transition is a positive reflection. It doesn't mean that you didn't have a a purpose or an impact there. It means quite the opposite, that it it has been able to have, uh, again, a smooth transition because you did so well in setting it up for that next spot or, or setting up the team around you or delegating or whatever it might be. So again, just going back to making sure that she doesn't burn bridges. I, I Just the other day, I heard someone share with me that uh, they had an employee quit and they did so through an email. And it was quite a, a harsh email, if you want to call it that, where they were going to let this employer know every reason that they were quitting and and how they would be sorry not to have them anymore. And then they quit. And then it wasn't too much long after that, that they realized they had a pretty good gig going on and they wanted to come back just to work weekends. And so then they they emailed or texted whatever the form of communication it was back to that that boss, that employer, and was like, hey, do you think I could come back just for weekends? <laughs> Um, no, I mean, hello, they definitely burned their bridge. So again, just making sure that we give notice that we end on a high note that we end strong. No matter what's going on, it's a lot better than burning bridges, because you'll find this world is so small. And there are connections tenfold. So just being cautious of that. Just end well. I mean, your name is associated with it as well. So just finish well. Now in addition to to these things that I coached my daughter on prior to her first job and as she has more jobs or experience or for you who are listening that are more seasoned with your Positions or in your careers further down the road, there are, of course, more things I'll share with my daughter, such as emotional intelligence, how she comes across to others. Now, there's a lot of great resources to learn this. It could be personality tests. I personally like the Strength Finders, I think it's a great way to learn a little bit more about yourself. Mind you, I don't like labels, <laughs> so I don't like for personality tests to be used as labeling people because I, I, I think that people are are far more outside of a box than, than what that label can confine them to. So just a, a little side note there that personality tests can be used for us personally to learn how to grow and work on how we come across to others. But then also just simply asking in one-on-ones with those that we work with some some questions of... And a lot of that too is you can find yourself tensing up in a situation and you can ask a, on a one-on-one later, you know, how, how did that come across? How did my delivery on that? Or, or what did you hear from me when I said this? You know, the one-on-ones can really help with that. Again, just having that growth mindset opportunity, but overall awareness of, of how we come across that emotional intelligence. Another thing that I will eventually share with my daughter is taking initiative. I, I remember back at uh, when I was about 17 years old, a position I was at, I just constantly asked, you know, how, how can I help you with this? Or how can I learn more here? And eventually a role was designed for me because I took initiative. So don't wait to learn, go after it. If you see a role you'd like to learn more about, ask what you can help with. If you want to move up the ladder, ask what you need to do to improve on and in order to reach that next step. But the point is, is that you take the initiative. The, the person who will be most invested in your development and in your growth is you. And at some point, I'm sure I'll have to have the talk with my daughter about finding her own value and purpose versus others seeing the potential in, in her or for you listeners and yourselves. I've personally felt this one at times with my experience and my past of, of all that, that my career allowed me to do. And now working with such youthful teams, they just see what the task at hand calls for, not my past successes in the corporate world or national achievements received or even impacts made. And you know what? That's okay. That can be hard in any walk of life, whether we are talking about jobs or not, but you know what you're capable of. The experiences that you've had, the hours that you've put in, the difference that you've made, we've got to be so careful in finding our value in our work or in our team versus knowing you have value. Now, if you or a friend or a family member are looking for a job, there are plenty of resources out there from your local high school and college counselor's offices to employment centers and government employee assistant offices to even online and social media sites. There are so many areas. And there's also ample training opportunities available too in several of those avenues that I just mentioned, as well as even at your local chamber. Whatever season that you find yourself in. I hope that this has been a little helpful in creating some awareness of how to make sure that you put your best foot forward in the job that is right for you. Thank you for joining me on this journey of life. I hope that today's highlight has been encouraging, inspiring, and equipping so you can go out and live your life full of purpose. I'd be honored if you'd take a moment to leave a review, or better yet, subscribe. We can also stay in touch by joining my email list at hollycurby.com. That's H-O-L-L-Y-C-U-R-B-Y.com. Until next time, make it a great day for a great day.